1041. Streaming live, KSGF.com on Facebook Live, 1041 Nick Reed. That's sponsored by Springfield Raps and good Thursday morning. Friday Roadshow tomorrow at Scramblers. Friday Roadshow sponsor, Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair. Love for you to come by and join us next week. We will not be at Scramblers. We'll have a, a number of um, your favorite lineup guest host filling in Tuesday through Friday. Monday, of course, being Christmas. So we will have our traditional Mannheim Steamroller American Christmas. And that is sponsored by ABC Books on North Glenstone this year. Top of the Rock as well. And uh, Chip Davis is going to be hosting once again. That will actually kick off noon Sunday Christmas Eve. If you've not tuned in for it, I recommend that you do. It's great, even if it's background stuff. I, I know all families are different generally. Well, just growing up, we always had Christmas music going on in the background, and it's uh, it's a great opportunity to do that. Very, very limited commercials. It's primarily music with Chip Davis hosting, and it's a great show. So that will kick off Christmas Eve noon and run all the way through Christmas Day. There's been, of course, a tremendous amount of reaction to the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to essentially try and cancel the presidential election, just handing Joe Biden the victory. Pretty universal condemnation. Even numerous Democrats have said, yeah, no, this is not good. I suspect, frankly, that many of those Democrats have said that only because they believe that the perception may work against them. I think that if they if they get to the point they they feel we can get away with this and not suffer any consequences, they will fully embrace it. Just like they've fully embraced anything and everything else that they've done that they say Trump will do if he's elected president, even though he didn't do those things four years ago. Internationally, a little bit of attention. El Salvador president, Nayib Berkeley, condemned the United States yesterday after the Democrats on the Colorado Supreme Court blocked former President Trump from the state presidential election ballot. Uh, he, um, let's see, get his uh, quote here. That's Ramaswamy's quote. Uh, Berkeley, himself facing a presidential election in 2024 in which he enjoys an over 60% lead against his closest opponent, weighed in yesterday, writing on social media, quote, the United States has lost its ability to lecture any country about democracy. Well, isn't that great? This must be that earning respect back in the world that... Biden has long spoken of when he was running, when Democrats were running, talked about how Trump just destroyed the reputation of the United States. And now we have countries looking at what the Democrats are doing to this country and now saying, uh, your days of lecturing the world about democracy are over. And of course, we're told by Democrats, they're doing this in the name of democracy. You know, at some point when you are selling something, and you're selling this idea that you're defending democracy, but everyone's saying that's not what's happening. 
when the things that you are doing or what you claim the biggest enemy to democracy is going to do if he gets power, when you're doing the same thing that world leaders like Putin, the Iranians, Maduro of Venezuela are doing when it comes to elections, when you have presidents like the president of El Salvador saying, uh, you can't really lecture the world about democracy any longer. Maybe you ought to do a little self-check as a political party. Maybe as a voter, if this is the political party that you have long supported, you were raised this way, you had yourself convinced that, well, I love poor people and I have a cousin who's gay, so I'm told that means I have to be Democrat. Maybe, maybe there should be a little self-reflection here and recognition as to what's really going on. And regardless of where the party was when you adhered to it, maybe there should be some reflection that it isn't that anymore. This is a party that is anti-Semitism running rampant. Destroying universities, pitting young people against one another, training them to hate other people based off skin color. This is a political party that has its activists marching through college campuses and in some instances, high schools seeking out Jews. This is a political party that is canceling elections, kicking people off the ballot. Coming under condemnation from other nations saying you can no longer lecture us about democracy. I think there needs to be an awakening among some of you. Maybe even some elected officials. Is this really who you are? Maybe it is. Perhaps I'm a bit generous in believing that some of the local Democrats in particular are not anti-Semitic, are not as authoritarian as the people running the party. But then again, they're not really speaking up. So maybe they are. Maybe that is who they are as well. Have a look at the weather coming up in mere moments right now. The latest news update. From Cutter 10 News, I'm Jesse Inman. A former Missouri State University student is charged with making terroristic threats. Authorities say Aaron Brown began sending threatening emails with references to mass shootings to university employees in February this year while he was still a student. Placed on a psychiatric hold, Brown was expelled in September after his behavior worsened. Then in November, police say Brown sent three threatening emails causing an administrator to close the dean of students' office. Brown is being held in the Greene County Jail. Community members joined parents and teachers for a protest against the Springfield Public Schools administration before the board meeting on Tuesday. The main cause for issue being discipline or lack thereof. Protesters telling Color 10 they have seen out-of-control behavior in the classroom. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. First alert forecast sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals. From Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt, mostly cloudy, a high of 58 today. There's a slight chance of some rain. Uh, tonight, rain likely 47. Rain is likely tomorrow morning with a high of 54, but a little bit of wind in there, making it feel as if it is in the 40s. 
A1 Custom Car Care, all of your car care needs. Check engine light. Don't ignore it. It's like that pesky cough that won't go away. It could be something simple, but it could be a symptom of something more serious. Generally, generally these things don't go away on their own. It's better to know ahead of time. If it is something potentially more serious, you want to get a hold of it now, get it figured out now. And save yourself a lot of hassle potentially down the road for all of your car care needs. A1 Custom Car Care at ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements. California, of course, doing what so many believe that the authoritarians would do and looking to utilize Colorado as justification for essentially canceling the election by keeping Biden's primary and most challenging competitor off the ballot. Following the ruling barring Trump from the ballot in Colorado, California's Democrat Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis sent a letter to Secretary of State Shirley Weber demanding that she explore every legal option to remove former President Trump from California's 2024 presidential primary ballot. You know, this behavior is pretty interesting for people who claim that Joe Biden would easily beat Donald Trump, isn't it? Boy, how different the narrative is than six months ago, where Democrats were mocking Republicans who were seemingly on the path to once again nominating Donald Trump. The talking heads on MSNBC and other mainstream media outlets about how uh, it was the one candidate Biden could beat and Democrats were really just hoping that Republicans would be so foolish as to fall into this trap. They seem to be scrambling. It's almost as if they recognize that perhaps the American people want Donald Trump to become president, at least in the, they fear that that's a real possibility. Otherwise, what difference does it make if he's on the ballot? This isn't a reaction to Donald Trump. This is a reaction of the Democrat Party to the voters. This is a reaction to what they recognize the, the voters are saying, are feeling. This is a, an acknowledgement by the Democrats. They worry Republicans will not once again hand them power, so they have to step in and take steps to make sure that the voters don't have any other choice. This is not an unusual step. Yesterday, I read a story from the Associated Press from elections in Iran last year, where this is the same thing that they do there. They just they pick what who whom shall be on the ballot. They pick what opponents that will be on the ballot, and the regimes most likely or the most challenging opposition. They just say, "Oh, well, you're disqualified. You can't be on the ballot," and that's what the Democrats are doing here today. It's never the irrelevant candidates. It's never the candidates that they feel aren't going to be any sort of detriment. So when they are moving to kick Donald Trump off the ballot, it's not to keep Donald Trump off the ballot just to keep him off the ballot. It's to keep you from having your say. It is to keep the voters from taking their power away. 
That's what that's that's what all of it's about. You see, if they thought without question they were going to beat Trump, clearly that's the route they would go because then they'd have the bragging rights, right? They'd much rather be able to stick it to Donald Trump and all of you MAGA Americans, all of you as as Biden refers to you, you, you uh, uh, semi-fascist, they'd much rather humiliate you at the polls on election day. Have you watched those election results come in and Trump loses this state, Trump loses that state. But fearing that that may not be the night, fearing that they may have to live through 2016 all over again, they'll do whatever they can to prevent it. And so that's what this is about. We need to recognize, and I know many of you do, but we need to really make sure that in our minds, we recognize this isn't about Donald Trump. This is about the American voter. And the proof of that is the knowledge the understanding that if Biden were up by Trump, do you think if, if Joe Biden in the polls were up, if he was up by 15 points over Donald Trump, if these seven or eight toss-up states that we consistently see Donald Trump beating Biden in these six, seven, eight toss-up states that Biden won last time, that he must win this time, and we're seeing poll after poll after poll come out showing that Donald Trump is beating him in those races. Do you think that if Biden were ahead by 10 points that they would be doing this? Do you think that they would be going to the Colorado Supreme Court filled with Democrats asking that he be kicked off the ballot? Of course they wouldn't. Even though it was still Donald Trump. Because it's not about Donald Trump. It's about you. It's about preventing you from voting in a manner that they don't approve of. They'll put or allow Republicans on the ballot that they don't agree with as long as the outcome is going to be what they desire, and that is they being the victor. But if there is an option in which you are going to choose incorrectly, they will just take that, take that option away from you, and that's what they're doing. Incidentally, because Democrats that are elected increasingly demonstrate that they are they're just flat-out ignorant, had sent this uh, this official letter. This was the attorney general. Is it the attorney general again of of um, California to the secretary of state? Get the titles correct here. Let's see. Well, that's that article there. Uh, let's see. Yes, California De- uh, Democrat lieutenant governor sent a letter to the secretary of state. In the letter, it stated, the Constitution is clear. You must be 40 years old and not an insurrectionist. (laughs) It's 35. They had to correct the letter. These people don't even know the very basic, fundamental, the basics. 
of the Constitution and the requirements to be president of the United States. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. I want a great homeloan.com. All of those home loan needs. Maybe you're sitting around this holiday season in your home thinking, ah, we need a new one of these. We need to do some looking around. Maybe do an open house or two. Don't do it until you first visit IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com. Maybe for Christmas you're going to get a windfall. Uh, Someone is uh, in your family. They've come into a lot of money, and they're going to give you a lot of money. And what do I do with this money? Uh, Oh, I'm going to pay off the rest of my house. That's a great idea. Is it? It may not be. Maybe it is. Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it is. It depends on your situation. This is where the characters and the team can just even give you advice that can be helpful. So whether it's the advice or it is pulling the trigger on that home loan, maybe even a refinancing situation, you're hearing about interest rates dropping, what's going on with that. It all starts at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com because you do. Hmm. Turnabout is fair play. Republicans. Now this is this is perhaps a step in the right direction. Republicans are talking about removing Biden off the ballot in their states. Hey, why not? I mean, this this is the world they want. Well, what? Biden hasn't done anything wrong. Trump's an insurrectionist. Again, it's not bankruptcy on the office. Where Michael Scott just yells, I declare bankruptcy, and that means that it is. Insurrection is an actual legal term. It's not just some description. Like mean, angry, happy, sad, where it is in the eye of the beholder. There is insurrection. There is no, no one is charged. In fact, Biden was asked yesterday by a reporter. Do you think Trump is an insurrectionist? And he says, it's self-evident. There's no question about it. He certainly supported an insurrection. So this would be the follow-up question. And this is a completely legitimate follow-up question. If there was an insurrection, why hasn't the Department of Justice charged anyone with insurrection? I I mean, listen. This is an administration that tells us that what happened on January 6th as an insurrection, this is how they describe it, as an insurrection was was the worst thing this country has ever seen. It was worse than 9-11. We haven't seen anything like it since Pearl Harbor, yet they haven't charged a single person for that? Well, I mean, yeah, they have. They're rounding them up. Not for insurrection. That That's the great crime we're told. We aren't told that it was a dark moment in history because some people climbed scaffolding. We aren't told that it was the darkest moment in history that we've seen in our lifetimes greater than 9-11, or worse than, I should say, 9-11, because some windows were broken and people fought with police officers. I mean, because we see that all the time, any given weekend in Chicago or at a Black Lives Matter event. We are told that the darkness that cloaked this country that day was because of specifically insurrection. So why has this administration allowed all these insurrectionists get away with insurrection? 
Why have they not charged a single person with the greatest crime this country has ever seen, the greatest threat that has ever faced this country? It's greater than 9-11, we're told. Can you imagine if the people responsible for 9-11 were just like, oh, well, we're not really going to charge him with anything related to 9-11. We're not going to charge him with a terrorist attack. Would we do that? Of course not. There's, they're still sitting in Getmo. Still haven't faced trial. See, these are the obvious questions. And if I'm a reporter, great question. Do you think Trump is an insurrectionist? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Then why have you, why has your administration not charged a single person with that crime? I, I, maybe Corrine Jean-Pierre can be asked this question. I'm sure she would defer to the Department of Justice. Now, you and I know the answer to this question. It's because there was no insurrection. If there was, this is an administration that will charge people with things, politically speaking, that they know the people aren't guilty of. So given how willy-nilly they are willing to charge people with things that they know they don't really have any solid evidence of, just so that they can tout them out as all these charges, that they haven't charged anyone with insurrection, what does that tell you? They know no one has committed insurrection. The absurdity of it. We, that term, I mean, you want to talk about propaganda and tell a lie often enough. That term was used and accepted by the media and used over and over and over again to where people, I don't even think most people even know what it is. Other than, well, I guess it means when you uh, have a protest that gets a little out of control. Mm, no. Civil war. You know, where you have people in government that build armies or take the army that exists and turn it against the current elected government, and that, that would be an insurrection. So if Trump, on January 6th, you know, they're there counting the votes and everything, and all of a sudden they find out that there are, uh, you know, jets flying over and tanks heading in, and it's because Trump had recruited people within the military to attempt to take over Congress, to arrest all the members of Congress that do not side with him, and declare himself that, okay, that would be an insurrection. Not people taking selfies and fist bumping police officers who let them in to the Capitol. If Trump can be kicked off the ballot for something that no one's even being charged with, then why not Biden for uh, whatever? Now, some of these individuals. We're talking about governor of Texas, governor of Florida. They're, they're offering up some reasons. We'll share those next. I'm Nick Reed. And good Thursday morning, everyone. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. From Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 58. There's a slight chance of rain. Tonight, rain likely, 47 for a low, cloudy with rain likely in the morning. Tomorrow, high of 54. We will have the Friday Road Show tomorrow at Scramblers. Friday Road Show sponsored by Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair.
Governor Ron DeSantis mulled the idea of taking President Joe Biden off his state's 2024 primary ballot after the Colorado Supreme Court kicked former President Trump off its 2024 GOP primary ballot, saying there was no trial on any of this. They basically just said, what, you can't be on the ballot? I mean, how does that work? Now, first off, the Democrats already canceled their primary election in um, in, in Florida. So... I, unless they reversed course, when I saw DeSantis, unless he was just talking about the general election, I there's some confusion here because you do have the application of the primary and also the, the general election. But I did a check to see if there was updated news on the Democrats canceling their election and just handing the nomination to Joe Biden in Florida. And everything I found was, you know, just stories mostly critical um, of the Democrats canceling that election. Uh, so I did not see that that was updated. Now, of course, DeSantis is making a point here. He said the ruling is no limiting principle and that other states could remove Biden for constitutional violations if Colorado can do it. Quote, can we just say that Biden can't be on the ballot because he let in 8 million illegals into the country and violated the Constitution, which he has? Can we just say, oh, well, they have money coming to Hunter Biden? They're doing all this stuff to basically solidify support in the primary for Trump. Get him into the general. The whole general election is going to be all this legal stuff. I think they have a playbook that unfortunately will work. It will give Biden or the Democrats or whatever the ability to skate through this thing. That's their plan. That's what they want. Now, some of these Republicans are finding themselves in somewhat of an unfortunate situation here because they are out. They, they recognize, and I think that DeSantis, some of these others recognize that this isn't, it's not ultimately about Trump. It is about the voters. And some of these individuals recognize that if Democrats get away with this, they're not going to stop. It's not uh, it, it, it's not like they're going to say, well, boy, thank goodness we got Trump out of the way. Now we can get back to fighting fair with Republicans. They know that's not going to happen. So they recognize the danger in this. Some do. But at the same time, oh, well... We are running against the guy. Ramaswamy, of course, said that he will protest by having his name removed from the ballot. Well, that's okay. Uh, I mean, that's nice and all, but does <laughs> that really matter much? The Republicans in Colorado have said that they just may go to a caucus system, which, by the way, can I side note here? Perhaps there's a lesson in this, at least in the context of the primary process. What the government is allowed to control or be involved in, the government can take away. And the political parties over time integrating their private political party selection process of candidates 
into government to where government is having taxpayers pay for it through ballot box elections. Uh, the the government is is you know regulating in the capacity that they do elections, and when you allow government to have a say, then government can come along and be like, you know what, we don't think we're going to let you do this anymore. Uh oh, oopsie daisies. So I don't want that lesson to get lost. And I thought it was refreshing when the Republicans in Colorado signaled that if this is something that was going to be problematic, they'll just go to a caucus system and then they don't have to have a primary. Well, maybe that's not such a bad idea anyhow. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick floated the consideration of removing Biden from his state's presidential ballot. Patrick cited Biden's poor handling of the border and allowing over 8 million illegal aliens to enter the U.S. as a reason to remove him from the state's ballot. Quote, seeing what happened in Colorado Tuesday night makes me think, except we believe in democracy in Texas, maybe we should take Joe Biden off the ballot in Texas for allowing 8 million people to cross the border since he's been president, disrupting our state far more than anything else he's done in recent history. The Texas Republican said he filed another bill to deal with the country's impending human smuggling problem that has been expedited under Biden because the Biden administration is doing nothing. Republican candidate for Congress in Florida, Anthony Sabatini, also called for Biden's removal from the state ballot. And this this say, this is what the Democrats want. Now, of course, the Democrats rely on two things. One. Three things. One, Republicans will not fight back the way that they fight. They like to create their own rules. This is one of the many reasons they hated Donald Trump so much, hate Donald Trump so much, is because when it came to rhetoric, when it came to accusations, when it came to name calling, Trump was the first one that actually fought back and gave, dished out what they, you know, gave back what they dished out. They didn't like that. So this attempt to kick political opposition off the ballots, part of what they rely on is that Republicans will never do it in kind. They'll never say, oh, yeah, well, we can do that, too. They also rely on the fact that the judicial system is largely corrupt and that they, in all likelihood, have the odds when these things go to court of coming out the victor. That you can have two candidates facing, I mean, well, just look at what we're seeing when it comes to Biden and classified documents versus Trump and classified documents. Biden versus this, Trump, you know, Trump faces prison time, Biden, well, you know, we don't really see anything there. So their second reliance is on the corrupt judicial system. Thirdly. They rely on an ignorant voting base uh, where they can, well, just like they're doing now, claiming that Trump is the one who will cancel elections. Trump is a danger to democracy. Trump is a dictator while they are on full display demonstrating that they are actually the ones doing exactly what they claim Trump is going to do, but there will be enough ignorant Americans that will not see it or not care and continue to support them anyhow. Because Team Democrat. 
Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed, the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447 KSGF. Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, if you want to score some great deals during Quick Draw Gun's ninth anniversary sale time. Who doesn't? All right. Well, it's time is running out because their sale ends this Saturday. And it really is worth a trip down there because right now they're offering some of the lowest prices of the year on most firearms. Plus, they're doing 10% off all used guns. Uh, they have stocking stuffers, $10 or less. They have gift cards available. And they're doing store-wide sales on almost everything. Uh, plus, when you go down there, you can sign up to win a Henry Golden Boy. So tons of reasons to take a trip down there to Monette. And I want to add, if you are looking for a knowledgeable shop that takes the time to get to know you, to get to know your budget and what you are looking for, Quick Draw Gun is the shop for you. Now, in the meantime, if you are looking for something specific or maybe you just have questions, uh, you can find all of the contact information for Brad and his team down there at Quick Draw Gun under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. I got a couple of um, fun stories here. They shouldn't be. Maybe they're not. I don't know. Here's the story. New York City Republican blast Democrat opponent for using AI to answer interview questions. Quote, not normal. I, <laughs> That's just lazy. I, I mean, why do you, I, I suppose it's power, it's a prestige, it's a thing to do. But I'm thinking, why would you even run? Most of the people that I, I personally know who run for office, it's because they have thoughts and ideas that they can articulate, that they believe have implemented, will put us in the right direction, that when problems arise, they think that their ideas... But they can... they want, Not only can they explain those ideas, but they feel compelled to do so. They, they want to share that information because they recognize that there's power in knowledge. And the more people who understand the truth, the better th- that we all are. So when you have candidates that are like so incapable of filling out surveys or answering questions, they have AI do it for them. What's the point? I mean, this is great. Now we can start the discussion. Maybe we should just have AI as elected officials. I mean, we've got them as singers. We've got them as this and that. We have AI doing everything else in the world. So why not have, God, you know, that's going to, there, there's a movie plot, AI as a president. Of course, lefties would program the AI. We know how that would turn out. You and I would be enslaved, but it would be all for the greater good. New York City Democratic Councilwoman-elect Susan Zwang used AI by answering a news outlet's questionnaire with the help of AI, uh, leaving her opponent outraged, which Fox News loves to use the term outraged. So I don't know on what level. A scale of one to ten, how close to outrage she actually was. But she did note, if you can't answer a single question on your own, how can she represent a district? Now, and I know this is just going to sound like I'm bashing on Democrats, but frankly, does anybody think that a significant number of Democrat voters, they don't care? Uh, that, that letter D is this magical letter that's praiseworthy. It doesn't make a bit of a difference to them. Whether the opponent can answer questions, can't answer questions, has to use AI to do it, as long as you have a D next to your name, that's all that matters to them. That's it. I mean, you want to talk about tribalism. Quote, 
As a first-generation immigrant myself, the Republican is Ying Tang. As a first-generation immigrant myself, I don't feel shy to speak with the accent I have, and during the campaign, I insisted on going out on the street to reach out to the voters. Tan explained that she uses grammar checking programs to make her, sh- her sure her grammar is correct, but said using AI is a copy-and-paste method, and it's not normal. Saying, I think this is normal to everyone here, talking about grammar checkers, but it's not normal for you to use AI to make a copy-and-paste response in order to feel a connection and trust between you and the voters is to be honest and to be your true self. You have to make sure that you are showing the true side of yourself and how you feel so the voters can get out to vote for you. So I think she's taking advantage of the AI. Well, she's she's recognizing her voting base. I mean, I, I don't mean to just with a broad brush try to sound insulting to Democrat voters, but when this is what they do, this is the sort of thing that they support and vote for, it becomes very difficult to defend them. What standard? I mean, there's like no standard whatsoever. Just over the last year. I mean, you've got topless trans people at White House events with kids. You've got graphic gay sex being filmed in the Senate. You had that one gal running um, up on the East Coast. I forget which state it was. Virginia, West Virginia, one of those. Who in live chat rooms was uh, allowing men, she would to pay her to be their puppets and do whatever and allow people to do whatever they wanted to her sexually. I mean, just some of the, they try to play it off like, well, it's just, you know, a little bit of a sex tape. No, no, that's not what was going on there is depraved stuff. You got Democrats in New York are running. They don't even bother to question, fill out the questionnaire. Ah, just have an AI do it. And they still get they still get a significant amount of support. These people. I, is is there a, a a line that can be crossed for Democrats in which they'll go? No, I don't. That that no, that's too much. I have just a little too much respect for myself to go down that path. I I just don't know that they do. I I'm sure some do, but not enough to make a difference. I've got to take a break, but I had two other stories. One, veterans shame Democrat in House race for wearing Army uniform during an event despite never serving stolen valor. And another, brawl breaks out at Democrat holiday party after pro-terrorist protesters crash the event. One woman hospitalized after being punched twice in the face. Quick draw gave away that... Um the they, Golden Boy away. They did. Yep. They gave it away yesterday. But hey, uh, they're still doing their sale until uh, Saturday. And Brad told me that their sales are really going to start picking up the rest of this week. So hey, there's still reason to go down there. Heck yeah. Yeah, get you some guns. If I were him, I'd go down to that intersection right there and I'd just fire guns into the air. No. As a, as a holiday. No. no. Mm-mm. Okay. No, I feel like you'd probably get arrested for that. Cause a traffic nip, nip. incident. 
nitpicking, nitpicking. <laughs> a group of Michigan veterans calling on a Democrat running for Congress to apologize for wearing part of a U.S. Army-issued uniform during a Veterans Day event, despite having never served in the military. Uh, 28 veterans signed a letter addressed to former Michigan State Senator Curtis Hertel and likely Democrat nominee for the state's competitive 7th Congressional District, accusing him of giving the impression he served in the military and committing an act of stolen valor by wearing the jacket. The Democrat claims that uh, his brother-in-law gave it to him, so I guess he's kind of throwing him under the bus, classy. Um, let's see, I'm trying to... As you are aware, wearing official military issue attire, especially at ceremonies honoring those who serve, leave the clear and unmistakable impression that you personally served in uniform. And he, he's trying to, you know, play it off as, well, I didn't mean for anyone to think that. Oh, okay, now that you just don't do that, you don't do it. Not smart. There, there. Nope. Can't get around. You know what you were doing. You know what you're doing. But what is uh, one of the things that still does amaze me is that some I think some of these people don't think they're going to get called out. They think they're going to get away with it. And uh, there are certain things that, mm, no, you're going to get called out on. News in 60 Seconds. I'm Nick Reed.